It's that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend But you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up This that lunchroom chatter podcast Where you lay up and think about being a porn star But you can't because you come too quick So you gotta eat the pussy for 95 minutes Mmm, that kind of shit This that lunchroom chatter podcast Where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat But you can't because you live with your mama And she busts in the room and say Bitch, get the fuck up Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? It's that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. <laughs> this is my bye week, man. I shouldn't even be here right now. I shouldn't even be behind the microphone, man, but... Like when you love what you're doing, like this when it comes to the podcast, like I love this podcast so much. I like I just love being able to express my thoughts to be and just being able to have dope ass conversations about issues that really mean something to me. Now, a couple of days ago I had a conversation with a friend. Now, she told me about her relationship. Now, as she was telling me, I was like, damn, you guys seem great. You know, you guys should be together. Because it seemed as if there were more positives to that relationship than negative. But then once she got to that big negative, that huge negative, I was like, damn. So so now based on that, you might need to rethink being with this guy. So I wanted to make this episode right now to kind of talk about some other news, but also to talk to a female about the situation that I just mentioned because I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast episode. I'm going to speak to a woman so you so you can hear from another female regarding this situation. Now, I'm not going to say a name because, you, of course, you know, I believe that someone who is in a current relationship, they have the right to privacy. So whatever me and about, I'm not going to mention on here. And I, I'm not going to do that because, you know, some of you guys think I'm an ass, but I believe I... I believe I have a certain level of integrity to protect certain people. But again, this episode, I want to speak to a female listener about that so we can just have a a real conversation about, I guess, like, would this situation, like, is it viable? Will it last? And I believe that me as a man, like, I can't give that. I can't give that answer because as much as I try to not be biased, I know that sometimes I might seem biased because I'm a man. So I try to think outside of the box and put myself in the woman's shoes, but sometimes it's hard. So I want to have a woman up so you guys can really understand the situation I'm talking about and understand even as you are listening, like put yourself into the shoes of this woman and would this be a relationship that you are happy in, even though that there are so many positives, but will this one negative This one negative, will that one negative make you want to walk away from everything positive in that relationship? But before we get to that, man, rest in peace to DMX, man. They passed away at 50 years old. The report was that he suffered the drug overdose. He was deprived of oxygen for 30 minutes. He ended up um, being on life support. He was in a, you know, a bad state and he passed away yesterday. On Friday, man. But um, I want to clap it up real quick for everything that this man was able to accomplish in 50 years, man. Because 
There's so many people out here who live life, who die at 60 and 70, and they don't accomplish everything that this man was able to accomplish. Now, he was 20 years older than me. I'm 31 years old. He was 50. But most of his massive hits came during my childhood. So he played a huge part in all of our childhoods, especially if you are 30 like me. Like, most of his massive hits came during my childhood, man. So to see some of the powerful figures, man, that you watched growing up, the people that you went to school talking about, you know, arguing about, no, DMX is better than, you know, so-and-so. So to watch these guys pass away, man, even going back to Kobe is tough, man. Because it seems like like a part of your childhood is now gone as well. But I want to talk about that and some more shit, you know. But again, this is a bonus episode. This is my bye week. I'm supposed to be chilling. But like when I get inspired to just talk about certain shit, like sometimes it's, it's hard to sit back and just like not get behind the mic and not express my opinion or not try to start these fucking dope-ass conversations, man. But I want to start this um, this episode off this week with a song by my guy. And um, most of you guys don't know, but my favorite rapper is Joe Budden. I know some of you guys are like, the pump it up guy, what? But I credit Joe Budden a lot of the times with saving my life because when I was depressed, when I was going through my my suicidal thoughts, I came upon a Joe Budden mixtape and seeing how open he was and seeing how expressive he was about dealing with depression, addiction, and anxiety. I just, I didn't feel, I didn't feel alone anymore because a lot of the times in our community, especially the black community, like when it comes to black men, like we tell them to be strong, especially women. Oh, you got to be strong. If you ain't strong, you're not a real man. And saying shit like that can kind of put the man in a bad space to where he feels as if he is not worthy. So when I came upon Joe Budden's music and I began to sit back and listen, like I went from wanting to kill myself to finding an outlet that I felt was a better means of expression. So I credit this man a lot with, you know, just helping me, you know, unbeknownst to him, just just seeing life in a different way, man. But I want to play a song. Start this episode off, man. Like I said, it's been a tough week, man. DMX passed away last night. It's tough, man. But this song is called Unnecessary Pain. This is off his project that dropped in 2015 called All Love Lost. This is Joe Budden. Unnecessary Pain. Featuring Yummy. I would ask how we ended up here, but I drove and you allowed me. 
Or maybe it's only me that remembers it Cause you're so easily told about me But not once while we were on that road Did you doubt me? Played your position Writing at our books I noticed the page missing Blame it on the age difference I see you in the club Nowadays you're resisting You used to get excited Just to never pay admission Looking for the old you Wishing shit was normal Tried to mold you And you ended up with it on you Live around the corner Yeah, we ain't even formal So I'm asking God Why you alive And I gotta mourn you Word I see you got a little crew now A bunch of ugly broke bitches I know better than And I ain't trying to say Them hoes using you Well, actually Who would I be kidding? Yes, I am I see your life from far And something's off with it It's my fault and shit I should've never altered it I sold a dream When you couldn't have known The cost of it Knew my love came with a pain And I still offered it Seeing your weight loss Knowing I'm the cause of it If that ain't my signature Then shit, somebody forging it But you think I ain't hurt Like it ain't no guilt in me Like it ain't killing me I'm out here on the killing spree A sickness I ain't found a way to nurse it yet Like I ain't a nervous wreck Like it's no reverse effect Internal bleeding And the cuts run deep Every time I leave one love A loved one leaves I wish I could take the pain away But only yours I'll be fine if I remain this way See I deserve whatever punishment I get You can sentence me to years Of hearing my big voice Even when nothing is there I still picture I still hear like we're talking on the phone still feel it Look, I done gone so long not giving a fuck that it's no longer erratic. Now it's a normal habit. Even when I go my way, I gotta have it. Bury me with my sweats on and bitches in the casket. All the waiters and words, I let them loom on. Every verse real enough to write it on my tombstone. And so you know how real that paranoia be. It even make me think my demise is avoiding me. The sick part is I withstand that abuse. Long as the fans are amused and my man are amused. Never sugarcoated when I hand it to the you fell from all over the world and always landed in the booth on I hold music in such a high regard that to this day I still feel like it's destiny and to these fans that I once gave my life for I gotta tell you that it's not much left for me yeah and not that it's growing old but years of being my soul is taking its toll took a father from a son but is it best that way I'm so fucked up inside I can't regret that trade hold my head up high at the gates after my time's up and say you saved somebody's life by giving my Wouldn't be the first time that I went without Chase my true love so much that I resent it now You can put this in the scriptures like it's sacred To live with it but hate it is to give it then to take it Going through the motions, it'll strip a nigga naked I guess it's for a cause if all the kids are gonna play it Trust me, I ain't been the same yet You'll stop and stare anytime you see a train wreck And I'll take whatever punishment they give You can sentence me to years of hearing that fan's voice Even when nothing is there
Again, that is my guy, Joe Budden, featuring Yummy and Felicia Temple with Unnecessary Pain, man. Like I said, man, that's one of my favorite rappers out there. You, like, his music is, to me, it's touching, it's revealing, it's honest to where... If you're out there and you're going through something, whether it be addiction, depression, anxiety, check them out, man. Some dope-ass music. But, whoo, away from that, man. Now, Candace Owens. Now, I want to say this beforehand. Like, I know Candace Owens. I believe she is a Republican. She is, like, she the black girl that pissed motherfuckers off. Because a lot of what she says... It's kind of like to the other side, quote unquote, where, you know, she sides with Donald Trump and shit like that. But I seen a clip last night. A clip came across my radar where she was talking about these days in regards to why a lot of women cannot find marriages and about why women these days have a hard time finding that right guy. Now, what she said was true because I heard it and like I didn't realize who the bitch was that was talking? I'm sorry. I didn't realize who the was that was talking. I didn't realize it was her. But when I heard it, I was like, damn, it's so much truth to this shit because it was ways I already felt. But hearing it come from a female, it made more sense. So I'm going to play you guys what Candace Owens said. And again, I understand sometimes the messenger may fuck up the message, but just... Make believe it is not her saying it and just listen to what she is saying because I feel as if it is so much truth to this. And later this episode, when I call up a female listener um, to speak about the situation I told you guys about earlier, I'm going to ask her this question too. I'm going to ask her this question. Like, do you feel as if women don't have a lot of great relationships now because of the sexual nature of society? But Let's hear what Candace had to say first. Maybe in the instant when men are not thinking with their big heads and they're saying, oh, whoa, she's not naked. Great. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. That might be what a man wants. But long term, that's not what a man wants. A man yeah. doesn't want a girl that's that's just going to be naked all the time and put herself out there available for every man to see. Mm-hmm. You know, that I, I don't have to be a man to know that that's not what men want. Yeah. So then you say men suck. And I ask this question all the time. You complain about men, but are you being the type of a woman that a man would want, mm. right? It's a mm. self-perpetuating problem. And then you say that, and they, oh, my God, Candace is a horrible human being. And I'm, I'm looking at you going, I w- I'm not a dude. I wouldn't date you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm. And so, again, self-perpetuating problem, not enough women calling out the fact. Let me pause it right there. Like, I know some of you guys go, <laughs> some of you guys are listening. I like, oh, fuck this bitch. Fuck this hoe. But right now, she's speaking facts. She's speaking facts because I believe she also got to the point that, you know, back in the day, our grandparents, like we didn't see ass and titties all fucking day. And I spoke about this before to the fact that I'm kind of desensitized in a way to social media because well, like when I go online, every time I scroll, it's a girl showing her tits. It's a girl laying on her back with her bra, with her titties perked up so you can see her tits. It's like back shots and ass shots to where. Like, I'm so desensitized to the ass, to the titties, because it's all we see. But let me play some more of what Candace Owens is saying, because right now she preaching. Now, I know, again, some of you guys are going to say, fuck this bitch. But sometimes the message is hard to listen to when you don't like the messenger. That women are not desirable right now, in my opinion, right? Mm. 
they're sexually desirable, but I wouldn't want to take you home to mom desirable. Mm. Um, and then you have men who are, are, you know, being hit over the stick and being told, man, bad, masculinity, bad, um, who need to be told, no, stand up, you know, tuck your shirt in, right? Uh, it, it, be a leader, mm-hmm. be what a man is supposed to be. And that dies when we can't even, we're not even allowed to say man and woman anymore. And that gets me into the transgender. Yeah. I could rant for three hours. You'll find that the majority of them are miserable. Mm. Look at their lives and ask yourself a question. Do you? You think they are happy mm. do you feel good when you do what they do right when you're constantly looking for a dopamine hit from social media because you took your clothes off and you want somebody in your comments you know a thirst trap with your with your ass out right and and you want someone in your comments going, oh you slay bae you slayed the day bae <laughs> hashtag tuesdays am i right yeah. and and you do the stuff for attention and you're devaluing yourself and at the end of the day you don't actually feel good and you're not it's not going to bring you happiness right so yeah you can get guys sliding in your dm uh you can get guys telling you you look good you can get guys that want to sleep with you uh how many of these people actually get guys that want to stay with you Mm. right i'm sorry not in somebody else's dm the same way that you found him the same way he's gonna find somebody else because we are increasingly becoming a part of a society that's adhd Mm. you want to know why our grandparents stayed together because they didn't they weren't looking at ash cheeks all day on Instagram and and refreshing it and going oh well, that girl looks younger that girl looks better that girl's face tuned you know and and I think that that is what these young women that they're following are mm. telling them you've got 13 year olds getting lip injections mm. right because they want to look like Kylie Jenner again That's not facts. a shot to Kylie Jenner That's but facts. what society have we created that ever made Kylie Jenner feel like she had to go go out and buy those lips mm. that she Oof. had to contour her entire face and change her entire body she was already a beautiful little girl so the society is ill it's not normal mm-hmm. right don't let these people convince you that that's normal that's cancer mm-hmm. and it will it, it, that cancer will become contagious to you mm-hmm. if you accept that you don't follow better role models god candace <laughs> now look you know i don't like you i do not like this i don't like her now y'all gonna hear one bitch. I don't like this bitch. Fuck that. Y'all gonna hear one bitch. But sis was fucking preaching. I know some of you guys, y'all don't like Candace. I don't like her either. Like a lot of what she says, I believe is counterproductive to the black culture. But in regards strictly, again, strictly speaking about this topic, she was fucking in her bag. She was preaching. Like those of you guys who have heard this podcast from the very beginning, like that is the same shit I have been saying for two fucking years. Even going back to when Candace just uh, mentioned the fact that it's like, yes, a man wants to fuck you, but can he bring you home to mama? It's a difference. Like even in, even um, in regards to when she said a lot of women are looking for like that dopamine hit that. You know, okay, if I post my ass, if I post my titties, I'm going to act like I don't want attention from it. But you do. And I know some of you guys are going to say, no, no, no. Uh, she's just she's doing it for her. If you're doing it for you, you wouldn't post your ass or your titties online for the world to see. If you do it for you, you know, just buy something, make yourself look good. You look cute. Look at yourself in the mirror, even go outside and just enjoy being yourself, enjoy being comfortable with your body. But to come online and like nothing is left to the imagination no more. And, um, I spoke about this about this before also. Even going back to like me being in high school and like me seeing girls that I felt were attractive. And I'm looking like, 
damn, she is so fine, man. Like I, like I'm just trying to pitch in, like I'm trying to picture how she looks naked. But like when I was in high school, you couldn't do that because, like the things that women post now, is not what they posted back then. So the only way to even really have an idea of how a woman looks naked was you had to be in a relationship with them. Now, if you weren't, like you don't really have an idea of how her ass looks. You don't know how her titties look. Again, this was like back when I was in middle school and high school. You know, when like your hormones start raging and you become really, you know, you begin to really like the opposite sex. But now... Nothing is left to the imagination. It's like I can not date a woman and I know 100% how she looks naked based on what she posts on social media. And it's crazy, man. Like nothing is left to the imagination no more. It's like I can go online right now and know like down to the last fucking to the skin complexion to the bumps. I can know how a woman's pussy looks. I can know. I can know how her titties look by not even dating someone like that's like, like I said, I'm 31 years old. Like that, that's fucking, that's crazy to me. The fact I can know 100% how so many women on my timeline look naked without even dating them. Like that's fucking insane. Now, like, like I said, to me, if that's embracing your sexuality, then I feel as if we have a huge issue in society because like, I know women in real life who aren't happy. Like she said, they aren't happy. Life isn't going well. They're in bad relationships. They may not be happy about their job, but if you go to their social media page, everything is great. It's, it's rosy. It's perfect because they feel validated based strictly off the attention they receive. Now, again, I know some of you guys don't like Candace. I don't like the bitch either, but still. Like, I can acknowledge when someone is speaking facts, especially about the world we live in now, man. But I want to take a quick break. Man, I think it's time to make that phone call, man, because, like, I'm really excited. And, like, I'm, like, I really want you guys to hear, like, this relationship story I got so I can kind of break it down with a woman and, come to a conclusion of is this a relationship that is viable is this a relationship that has the that that has the potential to be fixed or is it a dead end so we're gonna take a quick break man it's your man johnny schultz lcp lunchroom chatter podcast and again you guys can click the link in the bio on my ig at lunchroom chatter pod you guys can click the links in the description to this episode you can become a monthly supporter for as low as $1, man. But those of you guys out there who support, I love you guys, man. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to dive into this shit. Man, this is my bye week. I should not be here, man. This is my fucking bye week. Like, this how you know I love you guys, man. Like, the conversations and, like, the great-ass dialogue that these episodes spark for me, whether it be my DMs, through text messages, email, I love this shit, man. I'll be back. Yeah, man. Welcome back, man, to the LCP Lunchroom Chatter Park. Now, I told you guys, man, I was going to call up a female listener because, 
like I really want to, like I really want to help this girl, man. Like I had a friend that I know since high school who hit me up and asked for relationship advice. So I think I'm gonna call up my girl Jess. You know, she's a grown woman. She's mature. She's in her forties, and I feel as if she can give me a great response. And also, she can also help me out with a question I asked a couple weeks back when I said. How do women in their 40s find love? Like, where do you start? So let me call up the homegirl, Jess, man, and see see what she's talking about. Hey. What's up, Jess? How you doing? Good. You said you on the way home? Right, look, I'm not going to hold you up that long, no, but hold up. Before um, I ask what I want to ask you now, a couple weeks back on the podcast, I mentioned something where I said, like, how do how do women in their 40s find love? Like, where do you start? Now, of course, like, like, I, like I don't want to throw your age out there, but you are someone, you are in your 40s. So, like, being single and looking for love, like, where do you start as a woman? Um, I, I start with the dating apps. Dating apps are terrible. Because nobody's even honest on there anyways. Um, I guess for me, I've been approached mainly at, like, my kids' sporting events. Oh, so in person. So it was more in person instead of, like, dating apps. Okay. Have you had any luck with, like, in-person attempts? Have you had, like, any success? Or has it been, like, all bad? Uh, I've met some pretty cool people. I mean, we're pretty cool. I mean, I, I think that... I have better luck doing it that way than dating apps because at least you have an opportunity to talk about something that you're familiar with. So you feel as if dating apps is like, it's pointless. Like when you're in your forties, that it's just, okay. Very, very, very pointless. (laughs) Wait, but hold on now. You said what? Because you can be captive. I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, but also in person too, because like in person, like, I feel like just because you speak in person, it don't mean it's genuine because, like, somebody can still bullshit you, you know, face to face. True. Now, hold on. Now, True. you said something earlier that I felt was interesting. You said that you don't understand why men who are married still approach women. Like, why? Like, why don't you understand that? Like, why married men still approach women? Because... I don't know. When I was married, and I had been married in the past, I never sat there and, like, flirted with that type of temptation. Like, why? You're married. I mean, if you have issues at home, just go on home and talk to your wife about it. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's like straight up full on, like, I am single type of conversation. I mean, you're right, but for like, I mean, but, and again, this is not all men, but like, for men, it's different because a man can be married for 10, 20 years, and, like, most men are still going to try to fuck other women. Like, sometimes not because he wants to, but because it's just, like, he feels as if he can get away with it because, you know, not I'm not speaking about you, but, like, a lot of women are stupid to where you can cheat, you can yeah. do this, you can or do that. because it's convenient. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. So so you never cheated in your marriage at all? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to believe you. <laughs> I do. I'm gonna let that. Like seriously, like somebody comes up to you, you know, you're like, oh hey, you know, you're cute, blah blah blah, Mm -hmm. how's it going, so forth. Then you get in the conversation, and you like hear tidbits, and and then you're like, are you married? Okay, wait, wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. So going back to your marriage, so 
like when you were married, right? And like you're outside and like a man comes up to you and say, hey, you know, baby, you know, you're beautiful. Like, can I talk to you? Like, what do you say? Like, what was your response to that? I'm married. I mean, but like you can tell the guy you're married. Like it, it don't mean he's going to walk away. Sometimes he still stay there and try to bullshit you. True. True. But I see me. I'm like, yeah, I'm married. I don't have any intentions on stepping out mm. on my marriage. Oh, see. Okay. See, so you grown, you mature. Okay. And like, <laughs> and like, that's the other reason why, <laughs> that's why I wanted to call you up too, because I had a friend from high school. She hit me up um, about her relationship. So I want to ask you something real quick. Okay. So, this is her relationship. I'm going to tell you the pros and then the cons. So the pros of her okay. relationship is, you know, they've been together for over a decade. He treats her great. He's sweet. He's a caring guy. Her parents love him. But, you know, she does not want to marry him because the con is she is not sexually attracted to him. She said that she is miserable um, during sex and that during sex she pretends that she is fucking someone else. But now she also said... That there was a point in time when, like, she cried every time, like, sex was about to happen. So, my question to you is, based on that, like, do you think this relationship can be saved? Or do you think she's better off just walking away at this point? I think I would probably need more detail on, like, why is this sex so terrible? Now, she said that, I guess they've been together for so long that at this point, like, there's nothing. She said that there is nothing about him that is sexually attractive at all. Like she don't like his voice, like nothing, nothing about the man she liked in terms of being able to have sex with him, but she don't want to leave him. Okay. Though. So, Oh yeah. I left mine. You said what? I said, I just, le- I left mine. It was, there was nothing there for me. And I'm definitely, I was just happier that way. Okay. So everything you- about him annoyed me. What do you mean, in terms of sex or just in general? In general, everything. Oh, okay. So, but do you think that like bad sex or not being attracted to someone sexually, that that is a good like a good point to walk away from? Yeah, yes and no, I guess. I mean, because like like to me, it's tough because like I said, with like it's so many positives on it. He's nice. He's caring. He's thoughtful. He treats her great. So you can leave that and find like another guy that you're, you know, more compatible okay. with sexually, but it don't mean you're going to get those same positives. So out of the 90, 98%, 2% is bad. So what can you live with is what I would say. <laughs> you know, cause I asked, I said, okay, so, you know, if you marry him and you guys are together for 40 to 50 years, it's like, yeah, he may treat you great, but you may have to accept that the sex is going to be bad for 50 years. So I feel like it's kind of a hit right. or miss. Like, so, like, do you think that sex yeah. is like an important part of like a relationship? Like, 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 where do you rank sex on like a relationship scale in terms of being important? Uh, eight. It's an eight out of ten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to me. <laughs> okay, so you know, if if like next week you out, you know, at your kids' games, and like you meet a guy, right, and like everything is great, right. he's amazing, he's perfect. You know, I guess as perfect as can be, but the sex is bad. Like, would you walk away or would you give him a chance? I would give him a chance. <laughs> like one more chance or like would he have like a, I guess like, like a set period to kind of make up for the bad sex? I mean, because like I said to me, it's kind of hard to walk away from a good guy. Like now, these days, because you could walk away and 
you don't know, you know, who the fuck you going to meet next. True. That, that is absolutely true. And I mean, my story is completely different. I um, just wanted affection and it wasn't there. So I needed to have that. That was a need of mine. Now, when you say like affection, you mean like sexually or do you mean just like, you know, being nice, being sweet, like, like that kind of like general like intimacy? Yep. Just general, just general intimacy. And you wasn't receiving that at all, like like not even one bit. Nope. Wait, wait. How long were you, um, were you guys together? If you don't mind me asking, because I'm trying to piece together something real quick uh, in my mind. I was married. Well, we were together for probably eight years. Oh, this was the marriage. Um, this was the marriage. This is the marriage. Oh, but the okay. Person that I had, I was with after the marriage. That was very dull, intimacy wise. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a quick that was a quick relationship because my needs were not being met okay now I'm trying to see how to frame this question because I spoke about this the other week on the podcast you know when I when I um, when I had Nicole on speaking about like the sex toys but okay so now like I didn't mean to go this route but since I have you on I'm just curious now during sex like have you ever put something up a guy's ass like a dildo whatever the fuck you call it <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm serious. I'm, I legit want to know because when I had her on, no, so weird to me. No, but no, because when I had her on, she said that you know the G spot is in a lot of guys' ass. So like the ass is where like a guy, she said like the ass is where a guy can have the best orgasm. So I'm just curious, like like if during sex a guy say, "Hey Jessica, man, can you please put some on my ass?" Like like is that weird or would you do it? Yes. No, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, but you, you can't shame him in that situation. Like, you got to make him feel comfortable well, because you can't shame him, though. Would you shame him? Like, okay, you- so, no, but I'd be like, yeah, no, that's not my thing. <laughs> you can't do that, though. You can't. You can't do that. Why not? Because there is not a rule book. I mean, it's not, but you never know. Like, like in his past, like that could have been something that he that he um enjoyed doing. So, you know, it, it may be part of, like, his sexual routine. So, for you to say no... Okay, so then that that would be... That would have to be a conversation, I would Beforehand. Assume. So, you mean beforehand, have the conversation. Yes. Okay, so okay, so so don't just throw it out on you, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Don't just throw it out on me. Let me just know what your sexual, like, tendencies are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me see what else... Oh! That's the last thing I had to ask you. Okay, so... Now, on this episode, like I played the clip with Candace Owens, where she said that women these days are not desirable because all they post online is like half naked pics or like sexual images. So do you feel that by a woman posting, you know, a lot of sexual explicit pics that they are not desirable? In my opinion, I don't think so, but I don't post stuff like that. No, no, you don't. But do you think that those? Okay, so now it's women out here that that I follow. With if, like, if you go down their whole page, it like it'd be like nine out of ten yeah. pics be like pics of like their ass or their titties. And to me, right, like it does make it not. I'm trying to be cautious here, but to me, you like you do kind of lose some appeal because I can't bring it home to, to like my mama. I can't. It's just it's right. I don't know how to frame yeah, it, but it's tough. Bit of like um. Right. You have to have a little bit of like, what do they call it? You got to have like, some class in some kind of way. You have to. Thank you. You have to. Yes. 
I mean, because it's the same yeah. for a guy. Like, like if you meet a guy and like you go to his page and like every picture is like a picture of like his dick or like his chest. To me, it's like eh, you kind of lose that appeal. Annoying. It's annoying. It's very annoying. Yeah. But you said to that. Me, I'm like, I don't even want to look at that. I don't even want to look at that person's profile. <laughs> that's why I said online before. Like, like I'm just kind of like desensitized to like ass and titties on social media because that's all we see. Like every time I log in, I'm seeing ass. I, I log in, I'm seeing titties. To it's like I don't even get aroused by seeing that online anymore. Right, right, right. Because it's an everyday thing. But do you feel that, I guess, that like by women doing that, that it is, you know, so-called them embracing their sexuality? Because, like, that's what they say. You know, no. I, I'm no. naked because I, I'm embracing my sexuality. But I feel like you can do that and not be naked all day online. Right. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, um, I got some Boudar pictures done, and mine were pretty modest. That you posted online? No, I've never posted those online. <laughs> Wait, do, you have a daughter, right? Do you have a daughter or you don't? I've got two daughters. Oh wow. Okay, so wait, are they like older or like are they teens? They're well, my oldest is twenty five and my youngest is seventeen. Oh oh that's a good age. Okay. So okay, so so your daughter who's a teenager, like if she has an Instagram and like you go to her page and you see like those kind of like provocative pictures did, like how would you feel? Like her being seventeen. And posting like those oh, kind of provocative. What you say? Yeah, I would tell her to take the shit down. <laughs> Let me clap it up. <laughs> you sound like you just got kind of angry thinking about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't because um, none of my girls are like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're not like that. They don't. They don't post stuff like that. They're very modest, and to be honest with you, they rarely post themselves, anyways. Wow. I mean, because a couple of years back when I worked in like the school, like the school district, I worked with middle school kids and this was, they was about maybe nine to 10 years old and they was posting like pictures in like their bras, their panties. And I'm like, yo, y'all nine to 10 years old. Like they yes, was like yeah, super, see, super young. Yes. And there's like little girls like 10, 11 with the eyelashes and the depot makeup. And uh, I'm, uh, I mean, you're not lying. Cause like I'm 31 now when I was in high school, you know, girls, they look normal. Like a lot of them showed up, you know, with their hair not done, no makeup, but they still look good, you know, at their age. But now you could be nine to 10 yeah. years old. They got heels. Like I said, they got makeup. They got eyelashes. Some got tattoos at 11 mm-hmm. years old to where it's like they be so young, but everything be just like it be super sexual. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, I don't mind my age. I'm 42 years old and I don't, I, I don't, I, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, but you come from like even a di- my son is the same way. What you mean? Like he don't post a whole lot of things either, and he is very modest about like what he posts, anyways. I mean, you got to be because like people are watching. Like that's mm-hmm. what, that's the thing that people don't realize, especially like when you become like a young adult. Like what you post online, sometimes your job may see it, and like so, what you post mm-hmm. online thinking it's private, it may affect your personal life. You never know. You never never know. Right. Right, and that's why they tell these kids with that are in sports to um, watch what they post online. Oh, oh, yeah, you're not lying, especially you know, like if they have like a career in sports, whether it be basketball, football, colleges. Because if you post some dumb shit online, whether it be guns or something stupid, or even a crime, like, like, like stuff like that can affect your whole future at a young age. So I'm glad that you are aware mm-hmm. of that because, like, like your son plays football, so like, of course, like you got to watch what he posts because even though he's young, he's in middle school. 
Like he he may post something now that may affect his future ten years from now. Yeah, and the coaches they talk about that. Like they have classes and stuff for the uh, sports kids right now on how to do it, what to do, and what not to post and what to post. Okay, so that's good. So like like I said, like as long yeah. as like the coaches are, are like aware and are looking out for him, then I can't complain. But like I said, that's why I called you up because I wanted to get your opinion on that. So so to finalize this, you said that that my friend. Um, I guess in regards to that relationship, you said that she should stay or should she walk away? What I what I would say, what I said is is the two percent of the ninety eight percent of this man is that worth it? You said ninety eight percent of him because is not worth it, or is he worth it? Is worth it? Is the two percent? Is the ninety eight percent worth it? I mean. It sounds like it is, but that two percent—I mean, to to marry him and have fifty years of bad sex, fifty years of crying, yeah, I, of crying, like like I said, because like once she told me she cries sometimes before he has sex with her, like that's like come on, like it's like you're being raped yeah, at that point. I, yeah, I couldn't do it. That would not be me. I couldn't do it. I've left, and because the ninety-eight percent wasn't worth it. <laughs> So now, so now, if you had a guy like that, but you left and like the next guy was trash, would you go back to him? Like, would you go back no. to that? Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah. once you're gone, you're gone. <laughs> I'm gone. Yes. When, when I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> oh man, your next guy, who he gonna have some fun though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. But that's why I called you. I'm gonna call you back. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Oh man, let me clap with that one time for Jess. I mean, but she's right. Like that ninety-five percent. Wait, wait, she said the ninety-eight percent. If that ninety-eight percent of him of him being a great guy, positive, if it's worth it, by all means, you got to figure out some way to make that shit happen. But if that two percent, like I said, to to have bad sex and to marry someone, and you got to cry during sex for the next. 50 years that's tough man but thank you guys man for tuning in love you guys man we out this bitch